Hi guys, this is Laura Ripka with this Sports Effect. Today I want to talk about how an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. So said Ben Franklin. But this is true um, in really everything, but today we're going to talk about its application to training um, and how sometimes taking one little step back, it will save us a whole lot of pain. Um, so bear with me and hopefully this will be beneficial to you and your training. Um, and if you like what you hear, pass it along. If you don't like, please comment, let me know and I'll make the changes I can. Um, so thanks for listening. Be quick, but don't hurt worry. John Wooden. I think a lot of runners and athletes in general seek to work hard. Hard work is both encouraged and admired in many sports arenas and many arenas in life. Phrases like no pain, no gain and pain is weakness leaving the body lead to beliefs that you have to hurt to work hard and become better, which is true to an extent. In a culture where sports are everything, children are playing younger and younger. They're learning to push themselves and push themselves and push themselves, sometimes to the point of no return. Hard work is essential to become skilled at anything, but there is a line between working hard and working smart. We have created a culture where hurting is good and where overtraining is often commended. The problem? There are more and more sports injuries for younger and younger children. The bigger problem is that often they are either ignored or believed to be just good pain or tough it out until it is too late and the season is over. If we are using pain as a meter for success, is this right? An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Ben Franklin. I know I said this quote before, but it's just such a good one, and I think it completely applies to this. So if you get anything, remember that. I'm going to give an example of a young high school soccer player, what he battled with, and I think that really illustrates this well. Is it Exhibit A. This kid called Med. Ned worked all summer to make varsity soccer. Ned also worked a very physically taxing job. Every day, Ned would come home from work, go to practice his skills. He would run and lift and do more than he was asked because he so badly wanted to make the team. Around the time of tryouts, Ned's legs started hurt. He kept fairly quiet because he wanted to be able to try out and make the team. For two weeks, Ned ignored his leg. Ned ignored his leg. I am sorry. I don't edit these because nobody's perfect. Um, until he couldn't. The, the good news is Ned made varsity. The bad news is Ned was on crutches for most of the rest of the season and only came back to play the last 10 minutes near the end. This kid cared so badly about making the team. He was afraid. And now what we know is he had a stress fracture and he didn't even get to play. But he did have the satisfaction of making the team. But at what cost? Ned was too stubborn to tell his coach he was, and being able to play was too important that it ultimately cost him. There are literally thousands of stories like Ned's. Kids that are afraid to let their coaches, parents, teams, or even themselves down. So much that they wait until a small injury becomes a big problem. And what could have been remedied with a couple days of rest is now weeks or months. Peer pressure from teammates it to tough it out or even parents just push through creates a culture of ignorance to what could create a long-term problem 
So what do we do to fix this culture of pain? Because we do want to work hard. We do want to, if you want to be the best that you can be, you have to find your physical limits. But we have to do that with moderation and intelligence. Intelligent training. Obstacles don't have to stop you. If you run into a wall, don't turn around and give up. Figure out how to climb it, go through it, or work around it. Michael Jordan. There's a difference between working smart and working hard. Smart athletes put in the work. They train, but they also rest. They eat well and know when they need to back off. Smart athletes are their own advocates. A coach cannot be you and know the pain that you're dealing with. Be able to both know yourself as an athlete and recognize when it is time to back off. Your body is more intelligent than any machine. Listen to it. Painkillers may mask what your body is trying to tell you. If you're injured from a from a weakness, get stronger. If you're not flexible, do yoga. If you don't warm up enough, work on that. Every athlete has weaknesses, things that they can work on. Those little things pay off, regardless of your sport. A holistic view to training will not only help you prevent injury, but help you become a better all-around athlete. Intelligent play. Two things in life are in your control. Your attitude and your effort. Billy Cox. One game or workout is not worth your whole season. It may seem important now, but even if it affects the outcome of your, te your team will forgive you. It is hard to step away when others are encouraging you to play, but most athletes are driven. If you know that it is a risk, save yourself weeks in the pool or on the bike or on the sidelines. Everyone has limits. In order to surpass yours, you can only push past them incrementally. Try to put Trying to push too far, too consistently, will only push you backwards. Be smart, train smart, and play smart. Keep the long-term perspective. Intelligent recovery. Patience, patience, patience. Discipline is just choosing between what you want now and what you want most. It takes just as much discipline to work hard as it does to say no. One of the hardest things for an athlete to do is to cut back, take time off, or even sit out. In addition, a culture where academic, social, familial obligations, in addition to athletic ones, it is an increasing difficult for athletes to balance everything. Regardless, taking time to eat, write, sleep, and occasionally relax is not only important to athletic performance, but to academic and general health as well. If your coach gives you an easy day or a day off, take it. A little R&R goes a long way. In order to become stronger, your body needs to be able to recover from hard workouts. Then that takes two to three days. If you're not properly allowing your muscles to build back up, you'll just continue to break down and instead of improving your performance, you'll actually make it worse. The only way to become truly great at anything is time. And I've said this before, trying to train your way to the top in a matter of weeks won't help you or anyone else. Being an excellent athlete takes time. It takes long-term work. It takes day in and day out of doing all the little things. There is no quick fix. The long and the short of it. Take care of your body. It is the only place you have to live in. Beyond athletics, you have one body and you can't get another. Smart training and pacing yourself will pay off later. Life is meant to be enjoyed and for those who love sports, wants to play, run, and participate long-term, even if it is only at the recreational level, 
Well, to do that, being smart is now is important. In a way, you could look at a that as a goal. To meet the goal of self-care and wisdom in both training and playing are crucial. Hard work is great and pain is sometimes also very good. But knowing the line of what is too much is important, especially in an ever-growing culture of pushing to the max. Long-term endurance is the only way to reach any goal worth getting to. Incremental changes add up, and no crazy week of training ever made anyone, but it broke many. Be intelligent, and you will be in it for the long run. You can't build a long-term future on short-term thinking. Billy Cox. Thanks for sticking in there. This is Laura Ripka with this sports effect, seeking to help you become the best that you can be, both athletically and beyond. If you like what you hear, please share it. If you dislike it, comment, let me know, and I'll try to make some changes. So thanks for listening and hope to you listen back next time.